Welcome to the Co-op Feeds Podcast. If you like to follow all things related to animal agriculture, then this is the podcast for you. Tune in for expert news with our special guest, an overview of commodity market trends, and hot topics in the industry every month. We'll also give you a sneak peek at what's to come for our monthly species series. Cattle, sheep, goats, horses, or chickens. We cover it all. Join us at the feed bin. Now, please welcome your host, Jennifer Dowd. Hey, y'all. Welcome back to the feed bin. This is Jennifer Dowd, your inside sales and marketing representative with ProTrition. And uh, we are here in September. Uh, We have flown by this year and transferring now into those fall months. I am very well excited for the cooler months, and I'm sure many others are as well. Um, But we have a great guest with us today. He's going to discuss cattle sales and how First Farmers Co-op develops their plan of action for the replacement heifer auction. And they have a lot of cool stuff going on over there. So um, they are doing a lot of outreach programs to help their livestock producers in that area. So we're going to go into that a little bit deeper here. But if you have not already, please like us on Facebook and give us a follow. We have a lot of exciting things over there. Um, So if you are not on our Facebook page just yet, I encourage you to do so. And also we have a monthly newsletter that will be launching to help you stay up to date with all things agriculture and things that are going on here in the co-op system. So uh, be sure to sign up for that newsletter and stay in touch. But first, let's talk about commodity markets. Whether you're a producer, dealer, or just an average Joe, it's important to be in the know. Here's your monthly update. As we are coming into the final months of hay season, it is very important to check on your hay inventory and be sure that you have enough to make it through these winter months. We are looking at uh, short supply here. If you are unsure, just be sure you check that inventory in that barn. In other news, we had attendance at the State Fair this past month. It was an incredible turnout. There were a ton of people at that State Fair. We also had FFA Day where we had a few representatives from ProTrition Co-op Feeds attend the FFA Ham Breakfast where a $14,000 ham was auctioned off. As well as we had a judging competition that took place there at the fair. uh, Livestock judging there with cows and sheep and goats and all sorts. And I had the privilege of listening to a few of the reasons there after the judging took place. And it was incredible turnout. A lot of talent in this upcoming agriculture generation. I'm looking toward the future and I see it's bright. We also had the 4-H picnic at the fair as well. And a lot of 4-H representatives attended. And it it was a great turnout and very excited for the upcoming year in agriculture. Oh, and by the way, I don't know if you guys are familiar with the VeggieTales. I personally loved this show growing up, but uh, they just recently came out with a country album where they cover legendary music that has come across the country genre. But there's a few songs on here that you all will probably be familiar with. I'm going to play one for you here. It is uh, 9 to 5 by Dolly Parton. Tell you, sometimes being a businessman is a long, hard grind. Oh, you got that right, boss. Makes me kind of wish I'd grown up to be a cowboy. 
a lot of bed and I stumbled to the kitchen Pour myself a cup of ambition and yawn and stretch and try to come to life Help me, Mr. All right, y'all, if you weren't laughing at that for a second, I don't know what will make you happy, but there's a few other songs on there. It's a good little tune to put on in the car if you got kids in the car. It's pretty funny and it's uplifting, so give that a listen. But uh, that's all the market news um, updates that we have for you this time. Please tune in next time to stay up to date in everything agriculture. What we've all been waiting for. It's time to bring in our special guest. Drum roll, please. Today we have with us Jason Hearn, a livestock specialist with First Farmers Co-op in Lexington, Tennessee. Jason, tell us a little bit about how you got started in the co-op system. I started working for First Farmers Co-op. Uh, then it was called the uh, Henderson Chester Farmers Co-op. That was back in, I think I started in 92. Uh, I worked the tire shop, the warehouse, the counter, fertilized shed. I've been in pretty much every part of the co-op. Uh, about 12 years ago, the opportunity came up where I could be outside sales in the livestock. And that's uh, where I am currently today. Good deal. So you're pretty well-rounded in the co-op system. What is your favorite part about your job right now? I would say my favorite part of being a livestock specialist is getting to work with the customers out on their farm. Um, I have cattle of my own at home, and I, I like to see how everybody does things differently and try to help them with their needs. And I like to see for everybody to succeed as much as possible. All right, so we're going to swap gears just a little bit. Uh, we're going to go into the history of the heifer sale. And I know we just had one here back in March and then again in August. But what are some things that you've noticed over the years and give a little history? Well, I'll start with a little history about how the sale became what it is today. How it first got started, we took an animal health trip at the co-op to San Antonio, Texas to the livestock show and sale. And while at the livestock show and sale, there was three or four of us employees for First Farmers gathered around talking one night. At that sale, they would sell three or four small groups of animals at a time that had similar genetics or looked just alike. And the idea came up, why wouldn't this work with the commercial guy at home? So that's kind of how we, how the sale first began. I guess there was a group of y'all that created the idea. Who went about in creating the auction barn itself, and how did that get established? The Livestock Center has been a win for everyone involved. It provides the uh, producer a place to sell replacement quality females and other producers a place to buy quality replacement females. And it also it's a win for the co-op because we get to keep those animals in our trade area. And about uh, three years into having the sale, it was a lot of work setting up the, all the panels and taking them back down. It took up about two weeks worth of work. And we was having it under equipment shed and putting up a circus tent with a sale ring and bleachers. And so we brought the ideal to the First Farmers Co-op Board of Directors and they support everything we do here at the co-op. And they voted unanimously to uh, to build this livestock center. 
So obviously you guys can't see it on this podcast, but we are here in the Livestock Center itself recording, and I have to say this place is immaculate. Um, It's one of the cleaner livestock barns I've ever been in. There is an area to, you know, kind of do a conference. There's a kitchen. You walk out and into the the auction barn area, and everything's just very clean, well kept, um, and it just it welcomes you from the beginning. You know, the livestock facility is really coming in handy. And Jason, has there been any new faces in the auction barn? Well, we've had uh, we've had a lot of other uh, associations to use their facility to, to host their sale. The Angus Association, the Hereford Association, the Southeastern Beefmaster Association all host their host events here at this barn. Uh, we have a huge meeting room up front with a kitchen area. We have uh, people that rent just the front out for community events such as wedding showers, baby showers. We've even have, had as much as a wedding here. We've had one wedding here at this barn. <laughs> It gets used quite a bit by our community. That's great. And I'm sure they're very thankful to have this area to use as well. Um, So how do you work with the farmers to co-sign their heifers to the sale? We have a a guideline to go by. Uh, We do a screening of the heifers. Basically, to qualify, we like to have groups of three. They can be open heifers that are ready to breed or uh, bred heifers or first calf pairs. We like to have them again in groups of three, similar size, similar color. And we go out to the farm and do the screening. We tag them all the same. We do vaccines, we do a BVD test. Pretty strict standards to get them there, but it needs to be done. And then that, you know, represents a quality animal for everyone who's purchasing. That's great. I didn't uh, didn't realize that you all screen the cattle as they come in. So that's that kind of gives a peace of mind to the, the ones that want to get started into the cattle industry as well. So Jason, going off of what you do as a livestock specialist, what are some services that the co-op offer producers in the area? Besides hosting a couple of heifer sales, replacement heifer sales a year, myself and the other two livestock specialists we do several other things as far as uh, custom design of livestock handling facilities and the installation of the equipment. Also, we install uh, bulk feed bins. We do on-the-farm uh, cattle processing or working for vaccinating and deworming cattle for the producers. We have a vet that writes prescription prescriptions, so we are allowed to sell prescription drugs to our customers. We have uh, forage sampling where we go out to the farm and pull your hay samples and send them off and get your results. We also do custom ration balancing to try to help the producers figure out which is the cheapest way to feed their animals. And we started a new program last year's called uh, First Advantage Preconditioning Calf Program. It is a basically a wean calf for 60 days that has been put through two rounds of a vaccine program. They all carry a special tag. We went to the local livestock auction barns around our area and made them aware of what we was doing. It's third-party verification by us co-op livestock specialists and the sale barns are aware of what these tags look like. They are a black tag that's got first advantage calf program on it they're black with white stamping 
the cell barns know these tags and kind of kind of goes toward the back 60 program but it's their own special unique little deal that we started to go up what are some plans for the next auctions coming up um, I know you guys typically have one in fall and spring, but are there any new auctions that you might host here as well? We were scheduled to have one at the end of October of this fall with the market the way it is and uh, prices of all the input cost, feed, fuel, fertilizer. We felt like this fall wouldn't be a good opportunity to try to market replacement females. A lot of people are short on hay, and we are... We actually have already canceled the October sale, and we're looking forward to the uh, third Saturday in March. That will be our next sale. It's already on the books, and we're going to try to put together like an ag enhancement event day and the sale tied all together and try to have a huge event here in March. How many cattle do you see come through here in a, over a year on average, and how many folks do you have coming in to attend the auction itself? Like at the last uh, spring sale we had, we, we have 40 pens back here that will hold about three animals per pen. So we try to get from 90 to 120 heifers. We feel like 100 is a magic number. Have enough to attract buyers to come purchase these animals, but yet not have so many that you're flooding the market. So our key numbers, we try to maintain it around 100. Uh, those 100 heifers usually come from uh, 30 or so producers uh, we let everybody put in consign one pen of three and until if it don't fill up we'll go back and we let some of the producers put in two pens if they have two pens they want to put in so that's kind of how we how we fill the cell up that's great and do you have people coming from locally or are these you know coming out of state or what do you see in the auction barn a lot of local a lot of local buyers buy, which that's which that was the intended purpose of this was to try to keep those replacement females in our trade area. But also, we uh, we advertise in the in the cooperator of Tennessee Farmers Co-op, and we see a lot of new buyers coming from Middle and East Tennessee. There's not ever a lot. There's always one or two new buyers each year or each sale we have that comes and makes a. Uh, big statement. I mean, they usually buy quite a few and keeps your price up. And we try to advertise different ways. It's doing very well. It's great. Yeah, it looks like you guys are. And uh, we're glad to see it here in the co-op system. And I'm sure um, those locally appreciate that they are able to reach high quality cattle just right down the road. Well, Jason, I think that's that's all we've got for today. But I do appreciate you meeting with us and discussing this auction be sure to mark your calendars for March the 18th at 12 noon at First Farmers Co-op Livestock Facility here in Lexington, Tennessee. You might be asking, why are you only doing the feed bin series once a month? Well, it's because we have to save room for everyone else. Check into our chick days, beef tips and gravy, chew the cud, and equine essential series each month right here on the co-op feeds podcast station here are the topics for this month chew the cud premieres on september 13th the topic this month is desirable carcass quality traits and small ruminants with dr dwight loveday Tune in with Gray Parks, our newly selected equine nutritionist, in her series, Equine Essentials, which premieres on September 20th. 
Beef Tips and Gravy will air September 27th. Join John Houston alongside Dale Bryson as they go over the VAC 60 program and enhancing the cattle marketing industry in the Southeast. Lastly, don't forget about our blog series, which are posted on our Facebook page. This month, we are focusing on the sheep and goat industry. So those will be posted weekly. So don't forget to check those out whenever you have a chance. Thanks for listening to the Co-op Feeds Podcast. Be sure to subscribe so you don't miss an episode. Follow us on Facebook under Co-op Feeds for daily updates. Check back each week for species-specific content. We'll see you all next month around the Co-op Feed Bin. And remember, anyone can shop Co-op. Visit one of our retail locations for all your livestock and rural lifestyle needs.